The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our podcast is brought to you by Combank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 20th of March. In your Squiz today, house prices and milk prices, an update on where Theresa May is at, a couple of job losses, and this week's three-minute squeeze. This is your squeeze today. Now, I'm not in the business of telling people not to listen to our podcast, Claire, but if you're a homeowner, you might just want to zone out for this first (laughs) little bit. (laughs) Official numbers out yesterday showed capital city housing prices have fallen faster than at any time in the past 15 years. So on average, uh, across the eight capital cities, this data doesn't include any regional centres. So sorry to our country listeners. This is just about capital city housing prices. Uh, They've fallen 5.1% in 2018. And why that's notable is that if you go back into recent history and look at the global financial crisis in 2009, that price drop was 4.6%. So of course, 5.1% is quite a bit more than that. And as you said, there is a disclaimer on this because it really does depend where you live. This is an average number. Yeah, so Sydney and Melbourne, as we've been talking about before, homeowners there really have the worst cases of fongo, um, fear of not getting out. They're <laughs> seeing quite substantial price um, price falls that continued not just through the December quarter, but when you go across the year. In Sydney, that annual fall is 7.8% and in Melbourne it's 6.4%. Uh, there were smaller price falls recorded in Brisbane, Perth, Darwin and Canberra. Adelaide, though, when you look uh, across the year, their prices have gone up 1.5%. And guess who's the star, Kate? Well, Hobart, of course. Mm, Amazing. So their prices went up 0.7% in the quarter, but uh, getting close to 10% for last year. So when you compare, of course, Hobart's housing market to, um, to Sydney and Melbourne, they're definitely the flip side of that story. Kiwi Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern yesterday paid tribute to the victims of the Christchurch massacre in her address to Parliament. So she said she will never speak his name, saying he's a terrorist, he's a criminal, he's an extremist, but he will, when I speak, be nameless. Further afield, Turkey's president has made some strong comments on the Christchurch mosque attacks. Yeah, President Erdogan, he's out and about campaigning at the moment. What he has said is that he really wants Western countries, particularly New Zealand, to take the mosque attack seriously. He's called on New Zealand to reinstitute the death penalty. He also um, really did invoke that Turkey versus um, the West uh, and particularly when it comes to Australia and New Zealand, the Gallipoli campaign saying that Turkey really wants um, to be a strong player in this field and would write history again if uh, the Turks, Muslims and all the oppressed were stood against. So, yeah, lots of emotion from Erdogan. Yeah, as I said, very strong comments. And don't you hate it when those 400-year-old rules come back to bite you? <laughs> Theresa May certainly does. Oh, man. doesn't get any easier for UK Prime Minister Theresa May, that's for sure. Uh, what's happened was that there were plans for her to bring back that bill to Parliament for Brexit. 
what's happened in the last 24 hours is John Burko, who's the Speaker of the House of Commons and quite a colourful character, he has ruled that the government's unable to bring that bill back for the third time because it's substantially the same and we're still in the same parliamentary session. So that means that May can't bring the, the bill back to Parliament to be voted on again. Yeah, so that's the 400-year-old the rule we're, we're referring to that's causing her the grief. Yeah. Now the next thing on May's agenda is to to convince the EU to give her an extension until the 30th of June. And in Europe, the French government will replace the Paris police chief and has moved to ban rallies in some areas after more of those violent yellow vest protests over the weekend, Claire. Yeah, those protests keep going. It's, um, of course, a group of people who really don't like the fancy end of town, the big end of town in, in France, and they've been taking to the streets most weekends, really, for the, for the last few months. There were violent uh, protests again on the weekend and one of Paris's most famous restaurants when it comes to being a haunt of previous French presidents was torched. So, yeah, it looks like um, the government's trying to crack down a bit further there. And on people losing their jobs, a few weeks ago we spoke of the casting couch scandal that James Packer found himself tied up in. That involved Warner Brothers boss Kevin Shujahara. He's now stepped down from his role. He has uh, said that there was pressure uh, on him and that certainly when it came to looking at uh, the company's future and his past actions, it was probably best that he stepped away. And back here, as of today's, shoppers will find milk at Coles and Aldi a touch more pricey. They've followed Woolworths lead and increased the price of their two and three litre own brand milk varieties by 10 cents. They're saying it's an interim measure. So they haven't done what Woolworths has done and say that dollar milk has gone forever. What they've said is that there's uh, a response required to really uh, try and do something for struggling dairy farmers. That, of course, has to do with the drought. Uh, Agriculture Minister Dave. David Littleproud, who you might remember had called on shoppers to boycott Coles and Audi given they weren't going to follow Woolworth's lead, uh, he welcomed mm. the news. So by increasing that milk by 10 cents a litre, both those supermarkets have, have said that they hope those proceeds will be passed on to dairy farmers. Yeah. Our three-minute squeeze this week is with screenwriter Jane Allen. She's just returned from three months living at Mawson Station in Antarctica as part of a fellowship she received to develop a TV series about leaving, living on a research station. It's a good find, this one. Yeah, good find by you. You were doing some work um, in the back um, of our database to make sure that everyone who was signed up was getting the email and it was bouncing and, yeah, you can tell the story. You found Jane. It's incredible. Well, I just sent her an email saying, hey, are you still with us? you still want to read us? We're getting a bounce from your email address. And I got an out of office saying, oh, hi, I'm on uh, I'm on my way to Antarctica. <laughs> uh, I won't As be accessing do. my emails yeah. for the next three months. <laughs> yeah, this is my shipboard address if you'd like. To, to reach out to me. So, of course, we did um, and we got chatting and it turns out she's a quite quite a renowned screenwriter in Australia, Jane Allen, and a keen squeezer. Yeah, incredible. And it was really lovely to talk to her. Her favourite series that she's worked on is McLeod's Daughters, which... All of us at Squeeze HQ decided that that's what we'll be doing on yeah. a rainy weekend is <laughs> watching reruns of McLeod's Daughters. What's the subject line? So the subject line today is the Ian Moss classic uh, from Tucker's Daughter. Uh, the lyric is, she's going to build me up just to tear okay, me classic. down. Don't worry, I know that one. You don't need to sing that one to me. 
don't oh I won't don't worry um it's a Moss's birthday today oh. and of course given um uh, my little buddy um Tucker the Frenchie is named after Tucker's daughter it all came together there you go um, I was just going to say happy birthday, Tucker, but no, it's Ian Moss's birthday. I'm very confused. <laughs> it is Ian Moss's birthday. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. We're absolutely stoked that you do. Um, if you do like the Squeeze, please share it um, and leave us a review on your preferred podcast platform wherever you listen. That'd be great. Have a great Wednesday and we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP. Thank you.